investigate to find out what it's saying to me. The Holy Spirit is here to guide our life, folks. He's not here to to make us feel dirty. He's not here to, to try to quench our spirit. He's here to guide our life. He is the greatest companion that you and I will ever have in our life, and we don't even acknowledge him. We don't even talk about him. We were so afraid of the word Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost, what we used to call him back in my younger days. We, we got dignified and started calling him the Holy Spirit. I want to tell you, it doesn't matter what you call him. He's going to come every time you call him. All you've got to do is ask him and tell him what you need and watch him produce in your life. What is it that we want from God? We all know this little old story about Aladdin and his magical lamp. That's the way we treat God a lot of the times. Oh, we're going to rub this little old lamp, and I'm going to get all of this stuff. What is that stuff going to do? It's going to pass away. I want to tell you something. The stuff that comes in here doesn't pass away. I want to tell you something. Salvation is the most important part of our life, and we, and we just take it for granted. Oh, I'm a Christian. How do you, how do you define the word Christian? I'm not going to stand here and define the word for you. I want you to understand what the Spirit of God is trying to do in this church. He's trying to touch our lives. These songs that were sung this morning, what did they do? They lifted up Jesus Christ. Do you know what the Holy Spirit does in our life? He lifts up the Holy Spirit in our life. What does He do in your life? Why do we worry about words in the Bible when we don't know what they really mean and we don't go and ask the Holy Spirit to tell us what does those words mean? We don't investigate enough of the Word of God to find out what the Word is really saying to us. We walk around ignorant because we're afraid that it's going to ask us to do something. We see certain people doing certain things in the church. Oh, I don't, I don't want to do that. Well, that's not your job. But the Holy Spirit has got something for you. He is called counselor. When pastor mentioned the word counselor, I, I cringed a little bit. Because that was what the Lord led me this week to talk about. Are we letting him guide our life? Are we going down the path I want to go? I want to go here or I want to go there. Do you know how much freedom we really have got that we can do and think and say what we please? But that's not part of what life's about. Life is about Jesus.
doing what he wants us to do. Witnessing for him was brought up in the Sunday school lesson this morning. Oh, let me tell you something about witnessing. If you really want to witness, let the Holy Spirit lead you. He is not going to make you witness to everybody you meet. Oh, I'm so afraid to witness. Why? He's already opened the door for us to do it. Why can't we follow him? Why can't we let him direct our life? Why can't the Holy Spirit be my guide? Why can't he be the counselor that the Bible talks about? Because we won't let him. I want to do it my way. Folks, it's so easy. So easy. A couple of years ago, I... Needed something to do. I'd retired and got bored. So I started driving an Uber car. Oh, some of the predicaments. I don't want to get into them. But anyhow, you, you would, let me tell you something. This one little old girl made me cry. I picked this little old girl up one night. Oh, she was probably 18, 19 years old. She was looking for something. She didn't even know what she was looking for. I drove her around for 30, 45 minutes. I don't know. And finally, we, I took her back home. And she wanted to talk. So I sat there, and we started talking. And she said, sir, when I got in your car, I knew you was a Christian. I didn't know what to say. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I had no idea what to say to her. I've seen, I've had some hilarious points. But let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit always opened it up for me to witness to these people that, that needed to be witnessed to. And we fight this, and we fight it, and we fight it. It's because we have we don't let the Holy Spirit direct our life. We don't let the Holy Spirit guide our life. We don't let the Holy Spirit do anything in our life because I am the master of my life, and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And I always fail when I do that. But we don't stop and think about it. We read these words in this Bible. And most of them, we don't even know what they mean. Oh, I've read the Bible through a million times. I don't care how many times you've read it through. I've read it. I read it through every year. I want to tell you something. Every year I find something in there I didn't remember was there. Why? Because we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to direct our life. 
We're, we're doing this thing on our own. We're, we're not doing, we're not saying, and we're not going to the places the Holy Spirit has directed us. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. He's not only our counselor, he's our guide. We walk in the footsteps of Jesus because of how the Holy Spirit directs our life. Oh, I don't want him directing me like that. Well, then you're not a Christian. It's just very blunt. If you really love Jesus, oh, he's not going to call you to Africa, so don't get, don't get worried. He's not even going to tell you to go to the next state. There's a few that he does, but he doesn't do that to everyone. Guys have been been in this so long. I can tell you so many stories of how God has directed my my life and my wife's life. I look back upon it and I said, "Man, why was you thinking?" But we were following the Lord. He took us places. Had no idea. I can tell you instant after instant how the Holy Spirit has directed our life. Crazy things. Pastor in a church down in southern Arkansas. Oh, man, the Holy Spirit was moving so much in that church. Didn't know. Those people didn't even know what was going on. Now, this was an Assembly of God church, and they didn't even know how the Spirit worked. People were getting saved. The church was growing. And, and man, things were going great. And right before Christmas one year, they asked us to leave. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going to happen. We packed up all of our stuff and moved back to Little Rock. And we didn't have any money. So we had to move in with my parents. Was there two weeks? We didn't have. Sunday night we went to church and sitting there and the Lord said, I want you to give everything you've got in your pocket in the offerings. And I said, well, Lord, I. All I've got is $3.78. Can can I at least keep the 78 cents? No. He says, give it all. But let me me preface this a little bit. You see, my wife and I had planned on Monday morning. We had been invited to go to Oklahoma to preach. And we had $3.78. We didn't know how we was going, but we knew we were going. And that night I gave that $3.78 in the offering. And after church was over, we was going, nobody knew what we what our plans were. And this man walks up and gives me one of them old Pentecostal handshakes, and I felt the money in his hand. I told him, I said, don't you do this. He said, God told me to give you this. It was a muff money. 
to get to Oklahoma. It was $100 he gave us. And we spent the next 30 years of our life at Oklahoma because of what that man gave us. Now, let me ask you, folks. <laughs> I had no idea what to do. No idea in this world what we're, why we were going to Oklahoma. All I knew is we were doing what God told us to do. That next morning, we packed our little old Ford Escort. If you know how big a Ford Escort is. And uh, <clears throat> my wife and I and three children got in that Ford Escort and we drove 450 miles west to a little old bitty town called Fargo, Oklahoma. Flashing light was all that was there. And the next morning, we preached that Sunday morning, that Sunday night, and uh, they wanted us to stay. They didn't have no income. They didn't have any money. And so the next morning, I, I got up and we drove, drove back. I drove back to the town of Woodward, which was about 15 miles. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, we'll stay if you give me a job. First place I walked in, they hired me. Started a journey. We had no idea what God was going to do following the Lord. We'd never even been to that part of Oklahoma in our life. Had no idea what to expect when we got there. But we followed him. And the next 30 years of our life was the most fabulous 30 years I guess a person could live. We pastored three churches in that 30 years in Oklahoma. Ended up our ministry in Tulsa. We spent 15 years as the pastor of the church there in Tulsa. We watched that church grow so big that people couldn't, you just couldn't imagine. And, and I'll be honest with you, folks, I made some mistakes because I didn't listen to God. I didn't do what the Lord told me to do. I was afraid. I'm not going to be tell, I'm not going to be ashamed to tell you I was afraid. Because I was afraid it was going to fail and it did fail because I didn't do what God told me to do. The question is folks, are we following the Holy Spirit? Are we doing? Are we really listening to his voice? You know, I listened. I was listening to Christy a while ago, and she was speaking. And she was talking about listening to the Spirit of God. 
How many Christians really listen to him? But how many Christians really obey what he's telling them to do? Do we have dependence upon him? Do we trust him? Do we trust him with our life? We laid five people's lives in the hands of God. No one had no idea what we were doing. We were so ignorant in the things of God, we didn't have any idea. All we knew is we needed a place to preach. Had no idea. Hey, folks, we went out. We didn't even know whether we could get back. We didn't even have any money to come back on. And God worked everything out. Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? Are you doing what the Holy Spirit is directing you to do? Have you ever really sat down, like Christy said, and listened to the Holy Spirit talk to you? Oh, I don't listen to voices. I want to tell you something. That's the most beautiful voice you'll ever hear. There's nothing like when the Holy Spirit begins to whisper in your ear. The very first thing he's going to tell you, one thing he's going to tell you, the very first thing he's going to tell you, child, I love you. I love you. And then he peel, he spills it all out. Oh, 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 I can't do that. No, don't you say that. Don't you ever say you can't do it. Because he wouldn't tell you to do it if you couldn't do it. Are you listening to him? Are you obeying what he's telling you to do? Oh, I'm not sure it's his voice. Oh, you, then you don't know the difference between the Holy Spirit and the devil, huh? Remember, Jesus made one statement. He said, my sheep know my voice. Why in the world am I saying these things? I don't have any idea, folks. He is our director of our life. Folks, he's the one that picked me up out of a pew one Sunday morning and walked me to an altar and I fell in my face before God and cried my way to Calvary. And I tell you something, he's, he's directed my life ever since then. I'm not telling you I've done everything he's told me to do. There's many times I've disappointed him. I've disappointed myself. I've disappointed my wife. I've disappointed everybody I know at times in my life. But, and I have disappointed him. And I've always went back and asked him to forgive me. And you know what? He has forgiven me every time I've asked him. Because he's he's my life. He is all that matters. I can walk you down the steps of my life. And I'm going to tell you something. Some of, it, some of you wouldn't want to hear some of the things that we've been into since we've followed Jesus all of our life. How we've walked away from this and walked away from that. It seemed like everything was working out great. And he would say, go. It's time to go. And I would go wherever he sent me because I was listening to what he was saying to me. You say, well, he hadn't called me to preach. No, thank goodness he hadn't. 
It's a hard life, folks. Let me tell you right now, it's a hard life. I wouldn't encourage anybody to be a preacher. Why? Because you hadn't been called. Because you hadn't been called. The calling is the most important thing. Folks, listening to the Holy Spirit will take you places you've never been. I remember one one Wednesday night, not long after the Lord saved me, he told me, he says, you're going to go to the ends of the earth with my word. I said, wow, what are you talking about? I've been just about as far away from Arkansas as you can get. I, f- I woke up one morning, and I was in a hotel in, in Krasnyarsk, Russia, in the middle of Siberia. And I said, oh, God. 25 years after that is when it happened. 25 years. And I had already forgotten about it, but he reminded me. You're at the end of the world now, son. Just where I told you you was going. Don't ever doubt what the Holy Spirit tells you, folks. He knows your life. He knows where you're headed. He knows what you're going to be doing for Him. It don't matter how old or how young you are. Listen to the Holy Spirit. He will not lead you astray. He will show you your life if you will listen to Him. But you've got to listen. And you've got to know who you're, who's talking to you. You see, the number one thing, folks, is that he loves you. He loves you more than, than you love yourself. He loves you so much. He was right there when Jesus was crucified on that cross. Directing the Lord in all the paths that he went in. Like the Sunday school lesson this morning, Jesus said, I must go to Samaria. And the Holy Spirit guided him there and showed him what he had to do there. Folks, are we listening to the Holy Spirit? What is he, what's inside he trying to get you to do? Well, I don't talk about, well, don't talk about it, but listen to him. He's not going to lead you astray. He's your counselor. He's your guide. He's the director of your life. And he won't lead you. Sometimes you think, well, what would you get me in this thing for? Because I put you there, he says, to learn something. Every situation we find ourselves in, he's there to teach us something about life. 
Teach us about how to tell others about Jesus. Oh, yeah, I've been in those days where, where man, I wanted to witness. Boy, I wanted to witness, but the door just wouldn't open. And sometimes I'd kick the door open and make a fool out of myself. And I've also been in places where he told me to witness to these, this individual, and I didn't do it. Three days later, he was dead. I've lived with that all of my life, too. So, folks, listen to him. Don't make the mistakes that I made. Obey the Holy Spirit when he tells you. And let me tell you, you say, well, how do I know it's the Holy Spirit? You'll know. Nobody has to explain to you who it is. It's just like Brother Will and this man this morning he was talking about. He couldn't keep from telling this guy what the Holy Spirit told him to tell him. And you'll be the same way when the Holy Spirit begins to deal with your life. Folks, don't be afraid of listening to the Holy Spirit. Let him guide your life. Let him teach you. Be proud of your church. Be proud of the spirit that's in this place. Because let me tell you something. He's not in every place like this. Enjoy. Enjoy his presence. Enjoy his love. Enjoy. Just because somebody jumps up and starts hollering, don't worry about it. That's their business, not yours. Just enjoy it. Some of these days, he might let you jump up and, and start hollering. Oh, no, that's, you don't know now. One of these days, you might actually turn your life over to him, and, and, and he might use you. Folks, this is what we're here for. Fifteen years that I pastored in Tulsa, first thing I would, when I'd take the pulpit over that on Sunday morning, I would ask the people, why are you here? I know they got tired of hearing it, but pretty soon some of them got to realizing why they were there, and it was to worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. I can tell you, Oh, I could tell you some stories, and you'd all think I'm making it up, but I didn't. It's not made up. I've seen so many people falling out in the spirit at our church. I've seen God heal so many people. I've seen God save. Oh man, I can I could tell you the stories of people getting saved all because of what the Holy Spirit did, not because of what I did. I was stupid. I didn't even know what I was doing. And he blessed it anyhow. He's a lot wiser than we are. Hey, he formed this world. 
only planet in the world there's any civilization on. And he, play, he planned all of this, folks. He's not dumb. He knows how to handle your life. You might not think he can, but he can. He can show you where to go. He can show you what road to drive on. All we got to do is trust him. We pray, Lord, let me walk in your footsteps. No, you don't want to walk in his footsteps because it leads to Calvary. So you're going you're gonna to bear away and do it your way. That's just human nature, folks. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just We just do it. Listen to him. Walk with him. Get out in the, on the street one of these days. Walk down the sidewalk. Just do some, claim you're doing some exercise. Just reach out and take a hold of his hand. But don't be surprised now when you feel his hand go in your hand. You don't know what to do then. You don't know whether to walk or stop. Because it's going to happen, folks. Because all you're going to do one of these days is one of these days he's going to say, come on, child, let's go for a walk. And let me tell you something. When he tells you to go for a walk with him, you're going to feel those hands come into his hand, your hand. And you're going to walk. You're not going to say a word because you're so scared you don't know what to do. But you're going to hear him. He's going to begin to talk to you. You say, well, I I can't hear it. Yeah, you can because he's speaking in your mind. And your mind's not smart enough to comprehend what he's saying to you. You can't see into the future like he can. He knows what's going to happen to you tomorrow before tomorrow ever gets here. Turn your life over to him totally. Quit trying to hang on to it yourself. You can't, you can't predict tomorrow what you're going to be doing. You say, well, I'll see you tomorrow. How do you know you'll see him? You might not even be here tomorrow. We don't have no promise of tomorrow, folks. All we've got a promise of is that Jesus loves me. That's all we've got. That's all I want. Well, what about all them mistakes we make? Well, that's why he's there to forgive us. You ever read 1 John chapter 1, verse 9? Stand on it. Believe his word. His word won't lie to you. His word won't let you down. His Spirit is there to convict us when we do wrong. His Word is, His Spirit is there to lift us up when we do what we're supposed to do. He's a great God and He loves us. All we got to do is follow Him. Oh, there's going to be some things coming in your life that you're not going to like. There's some things going to come into your life that you are going to like. Just by following him. Just by following him. I can tell you right now, folks, 46 years ago, when he came into my life, 
I never dreamed that I would go to the places that I've been. I never dreamed that I would live in the places I've lived in. I've never dreamed I would meet the people that I have met. And it's beautiful. Beautiful what God has done in my life, my wife's life. God allowed us to raise three beautiful children. All three of them go to church. After all these years, they're still in church. Thank God for what he's done in this stupid old boy's life. Grew up in Assembly of God Church, and when I turned 18, I said, I didn't, I had enough of this mess. I don't want no more of it. Had no idea the calling that was on my life. I didn't know what God was going to do 10 years later. Tragedy hit my family. And I found myself face down at an altar crying out to him for forgiveness. And what a life he's given me. What a life. I hope and pray that someday some of you can say the same thing. What a life he's given you. What a life. Sometimes you wish you could live it over again, but you can't. Oh, he loves us so much, folks. I wish I could get you to understand how much he loves us. Breaks my heart. When we don't realize how much he loves us. I'm not talking about folks living a perfect life. I'm not what I'm not talking. I'm talking about his forgiving grace. His forgiving grace. Where would we be without it? Where would we be without it? Watch the Holy Spirit. Watch him in your life. Watch him touch you. Watch him.